Oh, there's going to be sex, drugs, rock and roll, chips, dips, chains, whips. You know, your basic high school orgy type of thing. I mean, uh, I'm not talking candle wax on the nipples or witchcraft or anything like that. No, no, no. You know, one of the reasons I divorced Perry was because of his last name. You don't like Cox? Actually, I love Cox. Greatest conversation ever. Excuse me, ladies. I need it elsewhere. You turned me down 14 times for drinks. Well, who's the creepy loser now, huh? Come find me. Welcome to Date Fails with Kate Quigley. Recording. Here we go. We're here. Guys, hi. What's up? It's me. This is Date Fails. Uh, I'm back in my living room. As you guys loved, they love that this is so ghetto. They just love it. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, it's really low production value. Uh, As Rachel just pointed out to me, I don't know what I'm doing. She she goes, are you recording in 16-bit or 24-bit? Is that what you said? Yeah. I was like, what does that even... I don't even know what that means. Sure you do. What does it mean? Explain what does for it mean? our people. It's like the... It's like your... It's like the distance between your like ceiling and your floor and noise. Oh, I see. So I have more yeah. space. Oh, mm. I do. So I should be using 24 because I'm loud. Probably, yeah. Okay, good to know. I'm not... <laughs> uh, so if you peek, you peek. All right. Deal. Well, I might be peeking, especially on this kind of microphone because there's like a piece of paper in there that's like ah. catching the vibration. Well, it's a different mic every week. I mean, pretty much. Okay. You asked why I don't. She goes, "Why don't you know? You do this all the time." I'll tell you why. Since I started Date Fails, I've been at where did it start? Lovitz Club, which mm-hmm. is where I met Glickman. Well, yeah. not met, but yeah. where I started uh, doing it with him. I've done it at Lovitz Club, the Improv, Sideshow Network, all things comedy. And All Things Comedy is great. It's my favorite. But they share, it's like a shared studio with every podcast, I'm, which is what, 50? At least. Yeah. So it's easier to do out of my own place. Mm-hmm. But every time I get it and set up. And you've got this. I've got a surfboard, which is real. Yeah, you've got two and of them. dirty. Yeah, that one you can't surf on. No? There's holes drilled in the back of it. I had it oh. hanging on the wall. Well, it's not made for this kind of uh what do you like it's not made for the waves we get here oh yeah also i'm not is it a hawaii board yeah it's better for that except look at you girl (laughs) it's also like um the shape of it and everything like that would not i'm not good enough to surf on that like that's for really good surfers mine is for intermediate which i'm not even i'm like a beginner you're like a beginner can you surf uh not well we should go take a lesson why not i mean i could use a new lesson because i I taught myself, then I learned from a guy who was a surfer, mm-hmm. but everybody says that I should take a real lesson because they teach you like tricks and stuff. Okay. We, we could, could do, do this on ClassPass. Or we could just have, I think we could probably just do it for free because I know so many guys that teach lessons. <laughs> teach lessons. <laughs> or we could pay We could it. just walk down PCH. We could just put on bikinis and go to the beach. Yeah. And be like, anybody? Yeah. Anyone? I'm not paying for anything, Rachel. Listen. <laughs> This is Teddy's plus tax. They yeah. play me. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> she was saying on the way here that she stopped at Taco Bell and she was like not wanting to tell me. I was like, girl, <laughs> I bought Burger King. It was shameful. What's wrong with Taco Bell? Who cares? Where is it? I don't even know where there's a, a Taco Bell. in Lexington. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know all the Taco we Bells. We bone the same dude. I know you've been to this parking lot before. We bone. <laughs> oh, wait. That's right. I forgot. We're yeah. Eskimo sisters. We are. Not her current boyfriend, no. by the way. <laughs> Who is, I haven't even said who you are. All right, I'm going to introduce you. But but I want to introduce you properly. Not as your Eskimo sister? Not as my, well, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Um, no, but, so 
I mean, it's this is the thing. The way I know you is you are the girlfriend of my very good friend Stephen Kramer Glickman, who used to co-host the podcast. And like, I mean, he's your he's, boy. He's date failed around, dude. <laughs> that's that's why we started it. Did you know that mm-hmm. he was like, I have a book of five hundred awful dates. I was like, yeah. I haven't even been on 500 dates. I don't think Yeah, that was his thing. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, but that's how I first met you. But then like, I hate, I hate when someone says like, this is so-and-so's girlfriend. Cause the thing is, then the more I got to know you, you've done like so much stuff. I mean, <laughs> I just didn't, you know, I didn't really know exactly what you did. I thought you were a model when I met you. Because you did Playboy. You're not wrong. Didn't you do Playboy? Yeah. Well, I did Playboy because, okay, so the way that I ended up in Playboy was a roundabout way. So this shoot that Maxim ran, uh-huh. Playboy ended up running like a year later. Oh, I didn't know they do that. Apparently they do, huh. which was kind of a strange thing because back in the day, back in the fun, fun times, I used to go-go dance at the mansion like once a month. Wait a minute. What? Yeah. Have secretary Norma would email me like once a month, be like, hey, do you want to come dance at like the party or whatever? And Hell I yeah. would. I've got an insane tutu collection because of this. Tutus? <laughs> yeah. You wear tutus when you go-go dance? Yeah. From Trashy Lingerie. That was, that was, the, that was like the jam back in the I day. I got a tutu in the trunk of my car right now. You, you should. If you want to wear it, you're more than <laughs> If you want to break, you want to be white swan. Break it out, girl. <laughs> do it. Um, do you use it at at uh, no? It's, method? it's actually no. <laughs> I did once actually. No, it's still in the trunk of my car from Vegas for Halloween. I used it. Oh it's my part God. of my angel costume. But, You're hilarious. But go on, please. Um, but yeah, so I would go go dance at the mansion like once a month back in the day at the request of Hef's Norma. secretary Norma, the, Norma the OG, who's a cool, cool, cool lady. Hell yeah. Um. And yeah, I got to dance on stage with like Lemmy Kravitz when he performed and Mini Kiss, which is an all midget kiss cover band. If you've never seen that before, they're awesome. I want to see them. (laughs) Are they still together? (laughs) Probably. Is it the original band members? (laughs) The the original. Did anyone get an ego? The original minis? I don't know, man. Dude, Uh, that's how I became friends with Vern Troyer, was from the mansion. Oh, shit. And uh, DJ Paul from 3 Six Mafia. And. A bunch of people. Yeah, everybody used to go there. Is that how you met the dude we both boned? No. That was a whole other party. (laughs) It's crazy. Because you know what's funny? After all the drama that I went through with that guy, I forget that I even... Like the other day, I made a list of people I slept with, and I forgot him. You can make a list? I can't make a list. Oh, I can easily make a list. Really? My number's still pretty decent. (laughs) Mine's not. (laughs) Good for you. Good for you. That's what I like about you, though. You're just like, you don't give a fuck. Like, you had fun. Now you ha- you've had a boyfriend for what are, what are you guys? Eight years. It's eight? I yeah, thought it was it like was our, five. No, it was our eight-year anniversary this week. Damn. Aw, congratulations. You. you guys are the cutest. I mean, you guys really are a great couple. Like, you really love each other. We do. You spend a lot of time apart. I think that's part of the key. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> but to spend more time this year on the road. <laughs> You're going to spend more time on the road? Yeah. Because yeah. before we were together, I would spend about three months out of the year on the road doing what uh modeling because i would go to oh, damn i would go to europe and asia so and you were a model i wasn't wrong yeah no you're, I said you were but you wrong. also no i know i was saying that more to myself because i thought i was wrong no well because you do so many other things i do i mean i'm getting kind of old for modeling though it kind of only happens every now and again yeah it's so funny when people tell me like, like i just did a, a, a campaign for boob tape they're like your tits are saggy come on down for boob tape yeah like to tape them up yeah Sh- i didn't even know that was a thing it's amazing it works so good. Really? Yeah. Mine are just starting to look real. 
Like they're like they're not well, mine high. are real, and that's why they're down well, here. Yeah, you get you have great boobs. You have wonderful boobs. By the way, guys, I'm sweating, and I apologize. It's one hot in here. Two, I'm sick, and I'm on like you got the uh, fevers. I'm on some kind of crazy meth Sudafed. The stuff is awesome though. I mean, I felt like I was dying, and then I took it, and within half an hour. Did you feel your sinuses let loose? Oh yeah. I mean, my head was. I don't even sound. Con- do I sound congested? Mm-mm. Yeah. No. It's it's good stuff. I didn't even know Sudafed had a prescription. Turns strength. out meth. Bomb. <laughs> well, it's technically it's Sudafed, but it's like, it's not called that. That's what they make it. meth out of. Well, just part of the Sudafed. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it. you wouldn't want to be on this all the time, but I couldn't have done this. Like, I was like, oh, it was bad. Dead. Now I feel fine. Did you get some sort of Floridian, Floridian plague or something? Honestly, I there was so many kids on this fucking plane to Orlando. Mm. I could have caught anything. I mean, I felt like I was at Disneyland, and there were like nine dogs. It, it was. It, I don't mind dogs on planes, but it was like half the plane. I felt like was, it was dogs. like a kennel. Oh, a it kennel was, in the it air. It was crazy, and there was two sitting, like one behind the other, and they kept growling and barking at each other on the plane. <gasps> yeah, I'm like, this is nuts. Like, it's how can you have a dog that's not knocked out on a flight? You should have to knock it out. <laughs> I think they should my be dogs don't, my dogs don't care about being on the flight like I'll doodle I'll open his bag and he'll be like leave me alone and really? Jelly just cries she goes <gasps> your dogs are really small right uh well they're porkers but yeah they're supposed to be small I mean they're like they're 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 under the sea dogs yes under the sea yeah I thought you said under the sea I'm no like, yes they're mermaids um no Jelly doesn't even like the beach that wouldn't work out Jelly is a uh a pug Oh, yeah. Those things freak me out, too. They got those lazy eyes. And st- I'm, like, real weird with dogs. I got to really get comfortable with your dog. Like, like, I'm better at getting comfortable with humans than dogs in terms of intimacy. Like, I won't let a dog sit on me, get in my bed, cuddle me. If you sleep with your dog, no, not doing it. <laughs> not doing it. Um Okay, hold on one second here. I have so many questions, questions for you. Yeah, hang on one second. All right, I paused because my Uncle Gary just is blowing up my phone because he needs love. <laughs> Uncle Gary needs <laughs> Uncle love. Uncle Gary needs love. Um, okay, so I worked on a project with you that uh, is still, I think, in, in the can, if that's yeah, what you want to say. Yeah, it's sitting there. Um, it's canned. It was basically about... It was What was it called, first of all? It's called Shame on You, and it was about, it was about gender... It was about sexuality, shaming, and gender-based violence around the world. Yeah. Was it called something else? Yeah, we changed the name a couple times. Uh, what was the original name, though? The original name was You Slut. You Slut. I loved that name. I know. It was basically just about, you know, I mean, I was a part of it, and so were some other people. Like Tiffany Haddish was Tiffany a part of it. Tiffany and Tess Boussard. Oh, it was so cool. And it was about slut-shaming, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And I think it was important. I just posted a meme yesterday that said the definition of slut, a woman with the morals of a man. Yeah, basically. Pretty much it. Dudes will fucking sling it wherever they can. Wherever they can. Almost always. Even if they... It's actually funny. Like, I was in... Have you ever uh, met a man with standards? Because I haven't. I've yet to... And I've been all over the bitch. All over this bitch. There are men with standards, but I think it takes them much longer to get there. (laughs) That's my personal opinion. But I've also noticed, just from going on the road with comedians, like, uh, guys will hang out with chicks who are so annoying... If they think they might get laid. Totally. Whereas like a girl, if someone's super annoying. If you breathe at me the wrong direction, you gots to go. <laughs> You're so fun. Away. <laughs> you have the attitude that I wish I had. <laughs> 
That's probably how you got Glickman. Well, he had to try for a long time. Yeah. So, okay. So Glickman was in the friend zone, correct? For four long, arduous years. He was in the friend zone for four years? Mm -hmm. He He was at the tippy top of the do not date list. Why is that? Because I thought that like every time, okay, a couple reasons. Um, He would like say things to me and I'd be like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, great, whatever, bye. Like and I'd be like, oh, he says this to everybody. Get get out of my face. Like, oh, we're not we're not doing all this. Um <laughs> So you thought it was just bullshit lines. Yeah. It's like Do you think maybe at that point it was? Or do you think he like wanted you so bad from the beginning? Um, I think he wanted to bend me over from the beginning. Right. I don't think that he would have necessarily like if I was just like, oh hey, and like jumped on it like right off the bat, would it have turned into an eight-year relationship? Probably not. Oh, definitely not. But um I think not. Uh but at the same time, I was super young. I was 19, so he was 29. So that was Oh wow. Author- another factor. Oh, thank God you guys didn't. Yeah. Then you would have been me. <laughs> then you would have been I me. mean, because I got into well, I mean, you weren't gonna marry him, but I mean, thank God you didn't get with him at 19 and still you're still with him because yeah. you need experience. Yeah. I think. Definitely. And the thing opinion. is, he's a very high maintenance person. I would not have been. No, able- he's not. Yes, he is. What? He takes every ounce of my energy. Are you kidding? Really? Yes, really. The thing about him is, he can't do nothing. Like, like that. Oh no, definitely not. I mean, okay, that uh, children's hospital charity thing mm-hmm. that I went to. I went to this like, was it a gala? I yeah. don't know, some kind it's of a fundraiser. fundraiser gala thing. Yeah. And Glickman organized the whole thing. And I asked him why. And he said, well, because he's the busiest guy. He's so busy. But then he was like, well, I just kind of had a hole in my schedule for a couple of days. And I got a little bored. So I decided I'll just do this. But then then once he started it, he got busy again. But It's a snowball. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just how he is. I feel like he can't have a day where he just chills. Um, Occasionally. Sometimes he likes to go to um, Color Me Mine in Studio City and paint pottery. That's <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> you want to do that? Yeah. But, yeah, but knowing Glickman, even when he's painting pottery, I'll bet in his head he's like, I'll bet I can auction this off to some fan. Like, I to just some fan like child. He's always got a plan. We may have done that once or, See, once or twice. I knew it. I knew it. So yeah. what about you? I mean, are you, uh, would you consider yourself low maintenance? I think I'm the lowest of maintenance and that I need to like ratchet it up a little few notches. Ratchet it up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I need to get a little bit higher maintenance because I'm always out here like, do, 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 it's cool, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Like just, you Yeah, but you're not low maintenance in terms of how you want to be treated, but you just mean like in terms of... Like needs. (laughs) Like I don't, I'm like, I'll take care of myself. I'm great. No, 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 no. I'm just out here doing whatever. You're just chill, but that's probably why, I mean, that's probably why you're doing well in the business because you're you're now, are you producing now? I'm producing, directing... And acting, and occasionally I'll get calls to still shoot lingerie. Oh, my God. Me too, but I can't do it. Because, like, my FHM pictorial came out on the second or something like that. I I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn. Six pages of Mama Still Got It. Oh, Oh. (laughs) how good does that feel? That's got to be like, fuck you, exes. Like, I love that. (laughs) Not necessarily that, but it's uh, it's a good press piece because I don't like... Because I'm old and I've been around for a long time. Like, You're I don't like just, like, putting things. Like, oh, it's on the internet. Like, great. So is every other bitch's stuff. Like, that's not good enough. Yeah, I want to be in the magazine. Yeah. That's why I never did, like, 
If I was going to do Playboy, it'd have to be like the cover of Playboy. I'm not doing like... You could still do it. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe. I, there has to be a reason for me. That's my thing. There has to be something behind it. Like the whole reason I started doing that hot girl shit in the first place was because mm. I wanted to prove the point that you shouldn't say someone can't just because they're funny. So that was my whole thing at the beginning. Oh, totally. Yeah, but now I don't have a great reason. But when I'm over 40, then I'll probably be like, oh, I still can, so I'm gonna. <laughs> I still can, so <laughs> I'm going to. That's the whole reason. Um, but then, but what are you producing? I mean, we don't have to talk all about the business. I just think it's interesting because you're beautiful and you're you're sexy, but you're doing, in Hollywood, what's a lot of times like men, like men's jobs, like producing, directing. I mean, I hate yeah. to say that, but it's the truth. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the truth. Like there's not very many, I mean, we're getting to a point in time where like there's a, a big push for like female directors and stuff like that, but like. I, when I started doing it, I was not, <laughs> that was not the vibe at all. No. And I don't necessarily like seek out directing. Like it, I only do if it's like emergencies only, there's nobody else. Emergencies. <laughs> there's a directing emergency. Hey, we need a director. <laughs> I've never heard of, an, an, of a directing emergency. <laughs> they come up. Okay. Really? And they come up in my life wow. basically. Um, but yeah, it's not something I really seek out. It just kind of happens to me, but I don't really seek out anything. If things just, I don't either. I let things happen organically. Life ha happens to me. I don't happen to it. I feel the same. I feel like if you put out the energy of just, if you want to create and you put the energy out of what you want to do, even if you don't know exactly, or you don't like, I just feel like I've never sat down and been like, I want this, 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 and made a list, but I know that I just want to keep creating stuff I care about. And every day there's something that pops in my head. And sometimes- It's so sweet that you care about the things that you make. I have to. Because <laughs> I don't. I have to. I have to. It's crazy because honestly, it's probably helped me back slightly. Yeah. Because I won't go on auditions for shit that I just read and think is dumb which I'm not really at a, a level to say that, but the truth is like, I could die tomorrow. I just want to do stuff I'm, I love. Yeah. Who cares about money? I could live in a car. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I really With do With your tutu that. and your trunk and, and you I fine. would. I totally would. Um, I have so many things I want to ask you about. I'm actually looking forward to this. So I did not know, you're from Detroit. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that you were a stripper. Oh yeah. How did I not know this about you? A lot of people don't know that because like they look at me and I guess I have like an unassuming face or something. People are like, oh, really? What? That's crazy. And I'm like, I'm not a nice person. I don't know why. <laughs> First <laughs> of all, catch this. you are a nice person. No. And two, being a stripper doesn't mean you're not a nice person. It's just that you never brought it up and most girls at some point tell you. I feel like I'm I'm pretty like outward about it because like that's always like the joke is always that like I was the only Caucasian at the Cheetahs on Eight Mile. I used to put a sign on the marquee that says we have a white girl. You stripped on Eight Mile yeah. in Detroit. Yeah. And they really put a sign out that said we have a white girl. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> so the club was all black girls and you. Yeah. How was that? Gnarly. How did you get into stripping? I always wanted to be a stripper for like a minute. Okay, so this is not a fun story, but we're going to tell it anyway. Oh, geez. All right. All right. So one of my bestest friends in the world got pregnant when we were 16. And I also left my house at 16 because my mom was abusive. So I was like, mm, I got to go by. Okay. So she had the baby when I was 17. She was still 16 just by a couple months or whatever. And then we were kind of both assed out basically. Um... And I was working at Hooters at the time and I got to graduate from high school early because I kind of finagled some stuff and they were like, you can go. You're fine. Your, your credits are straight. Just Godspeed. <laughs> Basically. It's okay. like, here's your diploma. Kick out. Damn. Um, 
And I was like, okay, well, like, we have to have, like, a place to live. So, and we had this, like, really bomb social life in Detroit. Like, we were hanging out with, like, the few people that make music in Detroit right, that you've right, heard right, of. Like, right. those were all really, really good friends of ours. I'm like, we got a party schedule. We got a baby to take care of. Like, we have things to do. Yeah. Bills to pay. A baby to take How care of. How are we going to do this? Lord. Let's be strippers. So, <laughs> yeah, so, I think that's how a lot of people start yes. stripping. I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. So I did. Was and it full nude? Yeah. Well, hang on a second. Yes, because I st- when I started dancing, I started can- dancing in Windsor in Canada, which is fully nude, open till four in the morning. Damn. Full bar. We had absinthe, a trapeze on absinthe. stage. It was. It was wild. Actual absinthe. And we had a buff. We had a buffet too that was pretty bomb. Oh, that's what I like. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck about the dancers. Like, if I go to a strip club, because like, I'm always on the road with male comedians, they always want to go. I, it's got to be good food. It's all I care totally. about. Totally. Yeah. And, like, honestly, too, like, strip clubs have some, like, depending on where you go, like, they have some of the best food in town, for oh, sure. Oh, there are some really good ones. Mm-hmm. Like, in Tampa, there's one that's, like, a seafood buffet. I forget what it's called. Yeah, there's some good ones. Yeah. Good for you. Especially if you find, like, an old school gown club or something. The old school gown pl- clubs, those those have good food. Gown? Yes. What does that mean? <sighs> This is, again, this is old school and like you'll probably never run into one, but there's probably still a small handful throughout the country. A gown club is when it's a strip club, but you have to wear like, um, if you pull out like an old, like Frederick's a Hollywood catalog or something like a floor length, like very sexy, slinky, sparkly gown. Do you mean the strippers or the audience? No, the strippers. And if you what? get a dance, it has to be like in a VIP booth and then it's like a whole thing. I want to look this up. It's a thing. So you start in that, but then you strip? Yeah. Dude, I want to go to one of those. That actually like sounds dope. They're old, they're very old school. And if there's probably only a very, very few that are surviving. But if you run into one, I can guarantee you personally that the food is bomb. Oh, because the food there is like the best? Yeah. They, uh, okay. Can't, can't. This is... <laughs> This is good information. All right. I want to hear about some bad dates. Okay. I have questions for you, but before that, I do want to hear something. Uh, What is the worst first date you've ever had? Worst in your life? Worst in my life. First date. Uh, The dates that I didn't know that I was on. (laughs) (laughs) How does that happen? Uh, it ha- it back in the day it happened all the time. Shut up. Yeah. People How like, do you go on a date and guys not be know? like, oh, let's like hang out or whatever, blah blah blah, or like I'd be at happy hour somewhere and just text people like, hey, I'm up at happy hour, come on mm. by, and they're like, oh, it's a date, I'm like no. Oh hell no, that no. shit pisses me off. No, that no, actually no. makes me mad. I had to throw a guy out of my hotel room. <laughs> Because there was a group of us hanging out and this guy, like everyone was leaving and he was like, I don't really want to go. And I was like, well, I'm not going to fuck you. I have a boyfriend. But if you just want to kick it. And he was like, yeah, that's cool. And then like 10 minutes later, he's trying to fuck me. And I had to kick him out physically, like shove him out. Guys, if we say we have a boyfriend, we're not going to fuck you. We're not like playing hard to get. If I tell you that's a zero circumstances situation. It's a zero, zero circumstances. Zero. Yeah, I think so, guys think we're testing them. I don't know. That's they just, just don't hear things that they don't want to hear. Yeah, that could be it. So, I mean, but besides that, have you ever gone on one you knew was a date and then it just turned like terrible? Um, 
I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. No. You're so lucky. It's it's because I was a hater, not a dater. That's what, that's why. Oh, so you never went on dates. That's not why. really like get out of my face. Get away from me. Honestly, I feel like I never really had a date in LA until like a year ago where a guy actually picked me up, took me to like a dinner or something and brought me back. I, I mean, I've had a I've had a few like that were s- situations like that, but like they were express about it that it was in fact a date. Oh, I kind of like they, when guys do that. They need to do that. Like yeah. you need to communicate because if you can't communicate to me, hey, I'm feeling some type of way. I want to take you out for X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um. When can you do that? Or I was thinking this time or whatever. It's gonna be a no. Yeah, I feel the same way. And at if this you point. don't have the cojones to like say words out of your mouth, yeah. Now. How, pray tell, are you going to have them later? I actually agree with that. If you can't communicate how you feel, you don't have to say like that you're so, you don't have to say everything you feel, but you do have to let us know this isn't a friend thing. Also, I hate when guys, I hate when a guy like gives you some cue that he's into you and then you tell him you don't feel that way and then they go like, what? I didn't, it wasn't like I that. Wasn't, yes. Oh, I hate that. It makes me so, that happens to me a lot. No, I, I pretend like they, I had no idea. That they liked you? No, that they were like throwing down whatever. Like, no, you will be express with your words or That's you so will funny. fuck all the way off. God, I wish I was like you. I should put you in charge of my love life. <gasps> I'm That's serious. a great idea. Yeah, I, <laughs> honestly, it is. Although I'm not trying to date. I'm going to get power of attorney over Kate's pussy. God, That's someone, what I'm going to do. I didn't say pussy. I said love life. <laughs> I said love There's a big difference. There's a big difference. There. A big difference. Um, okay. So here's, here's one question uh, that... Glickman, your boyfriend, I had him send me five questions to ask you. Oh, wow. One is, um, how did you find it living in Detroit? Did you feel comfortable? Do you No, fe- it was terrible. <laughs> All right, then. It's well, disgusting. There's, that, that didn't take very long. Yeah. Um, he said, Gross. what is the most challenging thing about producing something? Is it difficult when you have to wrangle 100 people at one time? How do you do it? Um, sometimes it's hard. It's difficult to wrangle a bunch of people at a time. The last thing that I produced and directed, we had a cast of 16. I was basically running a frat. Okay. <laughs> like, sounds like fun. They all broke up. There's 14 of them. They all broke up really quickly and became like the little frat that could. Was it all men? What kind of, what because was it? It's a parody of the bachelorette. So we had all oh. of these dudes and it was a lot of like really beautiful improv and like they just like came together as like a squad. And there was some that were like really stand out. There was like two or three that were really like top notch, like up on their game. And then the rest of them, some of them, like a few, a couple other ones like rose to the occasion and like really killed it. Like after some practice and yeah. some, like whatever. And then we had a couple guys that were like crazy, crazy green have been in town for a couple months. And I'm like, so you need to stand here on the reverse for your, their actor's eyeline and stuff like that. And I'm like, I, I, there was one kid that I'm like, you need to make me a list of questions every single day that you get to ask. You get three minutes. <laughs> like, That's really cool. Like, I need you to, we, we got to get you going here. That's a great idea, I think, though, yeah. actually, because, I mean, he's probably grateful for that experience. He should be. Was that a web series or was that, what was no, that? No, it's a web series. It's 27 episodes of a web Is series. Is it out? No, it will, um, each episode will come out because it's a parody of The Bachelorette, so it will come out. There's the new season of oh, Bachelorette each in spring, so it will come out as like an after show. I love that. I okay, I'm not a fan of the whole Bachelor Bachelorette series. Are you? Neither am I, but I'm a fan of comedy. No, no, for sure. And That's I'm a why f- I think huge I fan of parody. Oh, I bet I'd love it. I always wanted them to make, and I've said it a million times, and I don't care if someone steals this. Please do it. I want someone to make like a blue collar 
bachelor where the bachelor takes the women on dates he could actually afford on his unemployed actor slash like whatever else he's doing salary because you know they're all pretty much like actors even oh, though yeah, they for say, sure. I'm a dentist, um, trying to be an actor, dentist. Like, yeah. not, none of them are really like. Well, no, because like, why else would you go on TV and like ruin your life over these things? And also, like, who actually thinks they're gonna fall in love in what do they shoot for? Six, ten weeks? What is it? Ten weeks they shoot or something like? That? I mean, it's a really short. And everybody's time. like really because like that's a thing in reality TV. Everybody's really sleep deprived because as a tactic. Oh and uh, yeah, boozy. dude. I had on. Who was on here? Was it Chris Bukowski? I can't remember. There was somebody I had on who had been on The Bachelor. Maybe it was Chris Bukowski. But we were talking about that because I did a reality show. Thank God it never aired. Thank God. (laughs) But like they purposely get you hammered. They don't let you sleep. And then they make you shoot for like 18 hours a day. I mean, they try to make you fight, cry, it was nuts. I've never had so much drama in such a short time. Yeah. They do it on purpose. Oh, and you know what Bukowski told us? That Glickman was with me. Do tell. He said before they film The Bachelor, they take everybody who's going to be on the show and they lock them in a hotel room with no phone. Yeah, they get sequestered. Yeah, they get no phone or TV though. It's like being in the hole for three days. Mm-hmm. So they come out crazy. Yeah. Oh, the casting director for Jersey Shore told me that when they were casting Jersey Shore, they got a certain amount of people to like, and they did the sequestering thing, but they did let them have television. But the guy was so dumb. He didn't open the armoire and the hotel room to like see the TV. So he's just in there working out, just doing sit-ups. And this is the quality of (laughs) intelligence that they get. I think they, I have a theory. I'll bet they look for people with a really low IQ. Absolutely. Who else would sign these contracts? I don't know. No one. I kind of want to go on it and sabotage the whole show. Just Just go on it and cause as much mayhem as possible, but like really try to win. (laughs) Really try to win. I bet I would just win, but I would also. I think you could kill it on Big Brother. I've never watched that. I've never really watched it either, but I think I think that would be your jam because it'd be like so many people in one house and you'd just be over here. Do you compete? and shit up. I guess like in a way, I, I don't know. I love that we don't even know. We don't even know. <laughs> you're like, but, you'd kill it on this show I never watched. I think, I, but I think you would though. Thank you. I think you. your personality would. Thanks. Dude, if Leslie Jordan can do it, so can you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, my friend Aiden wants to go on The Amazing Race, but he can't swim. He can't ride a bike. He can't, like, he can barely stand up. Like, he can barely run. I, mean, I, would, not, I would amazing race. You would? I would. I, I like, do it in my real life. I was just going to say, <laughs> that, like, living what? here is the amazing, this is the amazing yeah. race. We're in it. I'm already living it. It would be so easy. Uh, I don't know, man. I want to do, like, Survivor. Mm. I want to go. It'd be a great weight loss plan. <laughs> yes. And also, be- so is being poor. Yeah. Which I'm really <laughs> great at. Um, okay. There was another one. Oh, yeah. I had to do these from memory because they're on the phone that we're recording with. Oh, but here's boo. another one. This was a great one. He said, how did your boyfriend get... I knew they were going to be about him. <laughs> Only this one. But it's not. But this is... My viewers ask this all the time. Yeah. How to get from the friend zone, which is where he was for four years, mm-hmm. to becoming the guy. Stop bullshitting. Every time I do Playboy Radio, they're like, tell us how he got out of the friend zone again. Like, well, because it's, it's always like, like the number one story to tell. It's really how close of friends were you first of all we were pretty good friends and here's the thing is i always respected him as a person so that's important i wasn't um i wasn't down to okay so you asked me earlier like 
what I was like not into. So I always thought I was getting the same line as everybody else. And we would hang out sometimes and he'd try to kiss me at the night of the night. I'd be like, elbow check, no. And then he wouldn't take my calls for like four months. I'd be like, I don't get down with butthurt. I don't. So that didn't, that didn't, that did not fly with me. Um, and once he stopped and was like accepting of his place in the friend zone, we could build from there. Okay. But wait, I have questions about this actually, because I've had a couple guy friends that were in the friend zone and were acting the same way that you just described. And I respected them and I liked them, but I wasn't when they would try to kiss me at the end or whatever. I would not feel attractive, which was my reason for never going there. It was because, like, it just didn't feel that heat, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm wondering is, did that change? And if that, like, because obviously you need chemistry and attraction. Yeah, but that chemistry was allowed to grow once the bullshit stopped. So then he stopped trying to kiss you at the end. And yeah, he and, he's, and he stopped doing the, like, the not taking my calls thing. He's, he just stopped doing oh, the nonsense and got all the way real with me uh. because a relationship is a friendship that you add sex to. It's not, like, you have to have that foundation because as much as we don't like to admit it, sex will wane and wax over the course of your relationship. And you have to have something there Sadly, for yes. it to sit on. No, that's so like, true. You have to have a foundation there from which to work because like, and sometimes, you know, it might be like a thing where you're like, I'm mad at you and blah, 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 blah. Like it might be that, or it might be, God forbid, somebody gets sick or true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't know. And if true. you're like in it because you bone twice a day, every single day, because that's how you greet each other. Yeah. That won't work. That's not going to work. Like you're going to hit that road bump so to speak, and you're not going to know how to hang. So do you think maybe it's better to be attracted to someone but not insanely attracted to someone where you're dying to rip their clothes off? I think there's a place in the world for that. Um, (laughs) Maybe maybe not for everybody. Yeah. But I think if you're... I mean, that would help, even in a longevity thing. Like, that's like, because there are old folks that are still kicking it that way. <laughs> you know what I oh, mean? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> like, they got, they got herpes in the old folks' home these days. It's, they have everything they in there. They got everything they in there. They, they get wild. They run in they they, get they, wild they get, in the hospice. No, yeah, no, no, <laughs> in the hospice. Hospice people are dying. <laughs> they don't fucking care. <laughs> Wait, they don't care. Here's what I need to know, though. So then, how did that first kiss happen? I don't, you don't remember? I don't know if I remember. That's a good question. That's hilarious. Imagine if I asked a guy this and he didn't remember, the girl would like freak. What? I'm not 100% sure. It's so funny. All right, then forget it. Who cares? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I remembered three of the five questions. The other two were like, the other two were both about business. I can't remember. It was like about directing and stuff. So we covered that. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Okay, let's do some fan questions. Fan questions. Fan questions. Okay, so I got a whole bunch of questions that people sent. And, How uh, sweet. Yeah, well, I don't know if they're sweet yet. I haven't read them. <laughs> I highly hoping. doubt they're sweet. But, uh, okay, let's answer some of these. Here's one. When somebody is in a relationship and they got somebody on the side as well, which, first of all, fuck this person, but okay. Uh, who does that person love more, the person they're lying to or the person they're telling the truth to? Ooh. It depends how you define Damn, it. Damn, son. That's deep. Yeah. I guess since he's saying on the side, he doesn't mean just like someone 
he's fucking on the side, he means, or she means a relationship. A side relationship. Well, then you don't, I, first of all, I don't think that's a side thing. I think that's a simultaneous thing. First of all. Yeah. But, um, that's not But really that's sad. a good, that's a good question though. Like who do you. I would say it depends on the reason. Oof. I mean, you obviously don't love either one. I don't know. I don't know if that's entirely true, but I think um, I think I would lean on the one that you're telling the truth to. What is love, though? What is love? What is, baby? <laughs> what is love? Well, okay. Like when I was married, I remember feeling sometimes like maybe an occasional tryst would help keep the relationship healthier mm-hmm. in some weird way. If sex is part of the problem, mm-hmm. but not a relationship. A side relationship is a whole other. It's a whole other thing. Yeah, I think that you actually just should tell the truth to your main hoe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's a hard so, question. Well, I mean, I think people end up in weird situations. Like, sometimes it's not that simple. But, like, yeah, I think I think if we're going to be all the way real with it and be like, who do you actually love? I'd say neither. Because uh, if you really loved either, you'd be with them all the way. And not have a side relationship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's definitely, you need to sort some shit there's out no love first. In this. There's no love. Yeah, but if you were in, in the process of sorting sorting things out, I think if, actually, no, I take it back. I think you love the main person more. And the reason is because the only reason you're not leaving the main person in this scenario probably is because you love them too much to leave them or don't want to hurt them. But you also aren't satisfied whereas the side person you don't care about them enough to leave the main person this is the dumbest question this this is a hard question but it's also dumb because like at the end of the day my vote is the person that you're being truthful with because i think that person probably knows you so you say side hoe and i say main hoe yeah Mm, interesting all right all right well Interesting question. Um, you're a dick, though. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> From a lady's perspective. From a guy's perspective, it's probably different. Well, I understand there's circumstances sometimes. Like, maybe you can't leave your main person, kids, disease, who knows? Whatever, yeah. All right, next question. Good Lord. What do you think about people that fuck on the first date? Ooh, I, I have mixed feelings. Yeah, Kate, what do you think? What do I think? <laughs> are, you, are we on a date? What's, uh, I have mixed feelings about this, but I used to think you should not do it under any circumstance if you want like a real thing with this person because you want them to invest in you, return on investment. I don't think that you can, I can determine or you could possibly deserve all of this immediately. <laughs> keeps running. It's so bad. Guys, I'm sick. Um, I agree. You can't deserve all that immediately. Mm-mm. you're perfect but at the same time i'm torn because i've dated guys that seemed amazing and i really start to develop feelings and then i fuck them and then you see their true colors and they're monsters and then i wish i hadn't done it because now i'm a little more attached than if i hadn't not attached because of fucking but once we like spend the night and all that kind yeah of you do all the stuff yeah end up catching those feelings oh totally back in the day before i was with steven um I would have some like 90 day shit with dudes where it would come out like in the 90 day mark. Uh, That's what I mean. I have a drinking problem. Uh, I'm actually still married. Uh, That's exactly I have PTSD. I mean. Yeah. So don't you feel like maybe if you fuck them sooner, you'll find all that out sooner before you get invested? No, I, not in, in those specific cases. No, I don't think so. Oh, interesting. I just wonder that. Because one, one guy, um, he really, really wanted to get married and have kids. Like he really, really wanted to. 
And again, that was one of those times where we were really dependent on, that was like our only true compatibility was like the sexual part. Uh, and one day I didn't bone him and he's like, so when are we getting married and having kids? I'm like, we're not doing that. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, hell like, no. We're not doing that. Oh, that's, that's crazy. That's not me. And it was like this back and forth thing for like a year. On so and you off say blo- never fuck on the first date then. I Unless- would, I would advise against it. Interesting. I say there's no harm in it if you know you're not going to date them. Oh, totally. <laughs> if, you, if, you know, if you know where this is going, if like, thanks, doll, got to run, you know, then K. That's so sad that we'll fuck the guys we don't like. And the ones that try to be gentlemen, we're like, ooh, I better not, just in case this goes somewhere. I don't know. I mean, they'll all bone whenever you want to. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know what I'm saying. It's, it's sad for the nice guys. That's why I think they feel like they finish last. But you don't really because we respect you. Yeah. Which doesn't sound like a win, but it is. It is. It doesn't sound like a win right off <laughs> okay, the bat. Hang on, but hang on, hang on. Why do people, well, this is a great one. Why do people feel they have to have someone to kiss on New Year's or have a companion at all? Uh, well, that's just society and pressure. And I don't know. I don't feel like that. Do you? Um, I guess it's a Plus, it depends. Like, I've spent quite a few New Year's spraying champagne on everyone, and I'm perfectly happy doing that. Uh, I don't need anybody. You don't need anybody? Not on New Year's Eve, no. No. Usually I'm on stage, though. So I have some opener I met, like, five minutes ago. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just, like, happy alone now. Yeah? Yeah. I I mean, that's a weird question. I don't think that people feel like they need someone. Maybe you get lonely when everyone else is kissing, and it's awkward. Last year I kissed a girl. (laughs) And she was like 50, but I didn't give a fuck. I was like, clearly not. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Um, oh, this is an interesting one. Would you date a guy who's bi? No. How come? Zero circumstances of that happening. Um, well, obviously now you're not. No, I mean, even if I was, even if I was single, I wouldn't. Um, we can't both be cupping balls. That's just not a thing well what if he's straight when he's with you i don't care okay <laughs> if cupping happened i'll tell you you this. can't happen to me how about that i don't think i could either and the only reason is that when i'm on a porn site and i come across like threesomes where the guys are engaging it really turns me off Ugh. so i no. don't think that i could do it just based on that alone so there's that all no. right um Let's see. How did you figure out you were funny? People always ask that. How did you figure out you were funny? People laugh. I was born funny. Everybody's uh, first funny. First of all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I came out of the womb with long hair and titties ready for the pole. I had, uh, uh, how did I figure out I should be a stripper? Well, I was born, born a stripper. I was. I don't God know. God clearly had plans for this. I was just always making people laugh, so I guess that's it. That's it. I still. It's a trauma defense mechanism. Yeah, it it really, really is. Actually, Um, all right. Well, damn. That's that's all the really the juicy ones. That's all the really good questions. How do you know a guy is not a fuck boy? I mean, I never know. I mean, I guess you don't know, but that that goes to the probationary period, though. Of like, oh, you 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 want to talk about all of this? Okay, show me. Yeah, I'll I'll hold your coat. The probationary period, though. I just don't trust him no matter what. I mean, I made a guy No, wait. trust is an overrated emotion. I just mean no matter how long the probation is, until we start fucking, I don't believe anything that happens before that. 
anymore. I that, Do I sound so jaded? It's just because I've had so many guys that were full of shit. I think they're all full of shit. <laughs> oh, speaking of being full of shit. So a couple years ago or something like that. Oh my God, I don't know how to silence this fucking stupid thing. I don't know how to use eye shit. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, so I dated this guy who got me too'd, the wizard. But when I dated this guy... I used to talk about him on the podcast and I would call him Rod Stewart because I didn't want to say his real name. So I just, we gave him a name, Rod Stewart. You named the puppy. Yeah. And then later I, you know, apologized to Rod Stewart because the podcast did pretty well. And then I didn't want people to think it was the real Rod Stewart. But then today in the news, it says Rod Stewart is being arrested for like assault or something. What? Yeah. Rod Stewart is having now his own thing so now it's hilarious and google's gonna crawl all of this it's <laughs> yeah now it's hilarious so I'm oh, like, oh my god now the real rod stewart so i just want to say that it's not the same rod stewart because now it's all it's gonna like start mike in, in the hangover oh man yeah it's, i switched out the bags marshall's gonna be pissed about that <laughs> so, yeah so i just want to say i apologize again to the real rod stewart but maybe not now maybe we gotta not. find out what's going down with the real rod stewart i don't know rod we'll see um, all right, before we go, uh, I can't believe this is already at time, but we did pause a Somehow. lot because I'm a snotty, disgusting nightmare right now. <laughs> um, talk about your own podcast. My own podcast. My own podcast is dark and dirty. It's not as fun as this. It's definitely, I always say that's like the darkest show on my network because it is dark and dirty, dark and dirty. That's yeah. a great name for one. I know we should do that at some yeah. point. Uh, no, my podcast is called No Filter Friday. It's on Public House Media. It's all about the hashtag Me Too movement from inside of Hollywood. Ooh. Because I've been kicking it with these ass clowns for 12 years now. And the media, the mainstream media is garbage and they never tell the real story. That's so true. Or even part of the story. If, if it does or doesn't suit them, like they're just unreliable. So... Anytime somebody comes popping up in the in the news, I'm like, ah, I party with that guy and blah 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 blah. I was fine, or yeah, we've been waiting on this one, or that's really the, interesting. Whatever I like the case that. may be, yeah, I really actually like that. Plus, it's cool to hear from women their perspective on all of it. Totally, and I've had a lot of guests on of like, um, like pe- people. Sometimes it's industry people, like casting directors, etc., that are like, okay, so let's talk about the casting couch as a casting director. Ooh. Uh, I love me, that. Yeah, me and Bonnie Gillespie got into that hardcore. And then um, huh. uh, I've had my friend Nicoletta, who's a therapist on, I've had her come talk about like how you find a therapist. And like, I'm doing like a whole series on like dealing with how to deal with like your own trauma from something like this. Or if somebody you know is going through it. Wow. I want to listen to this. To do, like, I need that. What to do for that. Um had all kinds of I, Jesse Pridemore came on and we talked about uh like that kind of thing like within cosplay and like how cool. that whole situation so I just did my hundredth episode Girl, in December it. which is crazy wow that's so cool congratulations thank you yeah and tell them where they can follow you they can follow me on uh on the grams at Rachel Ann Mullins or Twitter which is Rachel A Mullins because like why not keep it confusing yeah why not why not <laughs> um and then my podcast is on it's a live show slash podcast i do every friday night at 8 30 um so you can do that find that on public house media or anywhere you get a podcast so like spotify iHeartRadio, itunes like dude i love places. the concept yeah the yeah. ronan farrow episode is a big one and then um ronan farrow episode's a big one and so is uh the louis ck episode Ooh. is like a is like a fan favorite and i talk about how 
like jerking off in front of people is like a comedian thing because of like the audience, like the is to gratification. Yeah. And then I think my 30th birthday episode, I talked about cock socks and like doing sex scenes. Oh, dope. Dude, like, I want to <laughs> this sounds like a podcast. I want to check. Dude, this is awesome. It's ridiculous, but it's definitely all the other shows on my network are like choose to rise and like how to write nice things or like how sales. And I'm like, uh, so Lucy K jerked off into a plant in a seedy motel in Iowa. I mean, we week. need that. We yeah. need that. That's that's important. Well, girl, you're such a delight, and thank you for being here. Thanks thank for you for doing me. this. I apologize that I'm so. Gross this is a, this right is now. our this is a, we did a dry run first. We did one that didn't. The audio got messed up, so we, we did, did another it, one. We did it live. And now this one, I'm snotting on the microphone, which is really sexy. But. <laughs> Uh, but some guys are into that. There's guys, a, there's a Pornhub page I'm, for that. I'm a hundred percent sure that's true. Um, guys, this has been date bells. I love you. Uh, please like subscribe, blah, blah, all that. And leave uh, a review. Yeah. 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 Leave a review leave and a review. go follow Rachel and subscribe to her podcast. And, uh, this has been date bells. We dated. Peace. We failed. The Peace. end. Peace.